Poems, Section Two of Drum Taps by Walt Whitman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Poems, Section Two. The Centenarian's Story. Volunteer of 1861 and 2 at Washington Park, Brooklyn, assisting the centenarian. Give me your hand, old revolutionary. The hilltop is nigh, but a few steps. Make room, gentlemen. Up the path you have followed me well, spite of your hundred and extra years. You can walk, old man, though your eyes are almost done. Your faculties serve you, and presently I must have them serve me. Rest while I tell what the crowd around us means. On the plain below, recruits are drilling and exercising. There is the camp. One regiment departs tomorrow. Do you hear the officers giving their orders? Do you hear the clank of the muskets? Why, what comes over you now, old man? Why do you tremble and clutch my hand so convulsively? The troops are but drilling. They are yet surrounded with smiles. Around them at hand, the well-dressed friends and the women. While splendid and warm, the afternoon sun shines down green the midsummer verdure and fresh blows the dallying breeze o'er proud and peaceful cities and arm of the sea between but drill and parade are over they march back to quarters only hear that approval of hands hear what a clapping as wending the crowds now part and disperse but we old man not for nothing have i brought you hither we must remain you to speak in your turn and i to listen and tell the centenarian when i clutched your hand it was not with terror but suddenly pouring about me here on every side and below there where the boys were drilling and up the slopes they ran and where tents are pitched and wherever you see south and southeast and southwest over hills across lowlands and in the skirts of woods and along the shores in mire now filled over came again and suddenly raged as eighty-five years agone no mere parade received with applause of friends but a battle which i took part in myself i long ago as it is i took part in it walking then this hilltop this same ground i this is the ground my blind eyes even as i speak behold it repeopled from graves the years recede pavements and stately houses disappear rude forts appear again the old hooped guns are mounted i see the lines of raised earth stretching from river to bay i mark the vista of waters i marked the uplands and slopes here we lay encamped it was this time in summer also as i talk i remember all i remember the declaration it was read here the whole army paraded it was read to us here by his staff surrounded the general stood in the middle he held up his unsheathed sword it glittered in the sun in full sight of the army twas a bold act then the english warships had just arrived we could watch down the lower bay where they lay at anchor and the transport swarming with soldiers a few days more and they landed and then the battle twenty thousand were brought against us a veteran force furnished with good artillery i tell not now the whole of the battle but one brigade early in the forenoon ordered forward to engage the redcoats of that brigade i tell and how steadily it marched and how long and well it stood confronting death who do you think that was marching steadily sternly confronting death it was the brigade of the youngest men two thousand strong raised in virginia and maryland and most of them known personally to the general jauntily forward they went with quick step toward gowanus's waters till of a sudden unlooked for by defiles through the woods 
gained at night the british advancing rounding in from the east fiercely playing their guns that brigade of the youngest was cut off and at the enemy's mercy the general watched them from this hill they made repeated desperate attempts to burst their environment they drew close together very compact their flag flying in the middle but oh from the hills how the cannon were thinning and thinning them it sickens me yet that slaughter i saw the moisture gather in drops on the face of the general i saw how he wrung his hands in anguish meanwhile the british manoeuvred to draw us out for a pitched battle but we dared not trust the chances of a pitched battle we fought the fight in detachments sallying forth we fought at several points but in each the luck was against us our foe advancing steadily getting the best of it pushed us back to the works on this hill till we turned menacing here and then he left us that was the going out of the brigade of the youngest men two thousand strong few returned nearly all remain in brooklyn that and here my general's first battle no women looking on nor sunshine to bask in it did not conclude with applause nobody clapped hands here then but in darkness in mist on the ground under a chill rain wearied that night we lay foiled and sullen while scornfully laughed many an arrogant lord oft against us encamped quite within hearing feasting clinking wine-glasses together over their victory so dull and damp in another day but the night of that mist lifting rain ceasing silent as a ghost while they thought they were sure of him my general retreated i saw him at the riverside down by the ferry lit by torches hastening the embarkation my general waited till the soldiers and wounded were all passed over and then it was just ere sunrise these eyes rested on him for the last time every one else seemed filled with gloom many no doubt thought of capitulation but when my general passed me as he stood in his boat and looked toward the coming sun i saw something different from capitulation terminus enough the centenarian's story ends the two the past and present have interchanged i myself as connector as chansonnier of a great future am now speaking and is this the ground washington trod and these waters i listlessly daily cross are these the waters he crossed as resolute in defeat as other generals in their proudest triumphs i must copy the story and send it eastward and westward i must preserve that look as it beamed on you rivers of brooklyn see as the annual round returns the phantoms return it is the twenty seventh of august and the british have landed the battle begins and goes against us behold through the smoke washington's face the brigade of virginia and maryland have marched forth to intercept the enemy they are cut off murderous artillery from the hills plays upon them rank after rank falls while over them silently droops the flag baptized that day in many a young man's bloody wounds in death defeat and sisters mother's tears ah hills and slopes of brooklyn i perceive you are more valuable than your owners supposed in the midst of you stands an encampment very old stands forever the camp of that dead brigade cavalry crossing a ford a line in long array where they wind betwixt green islands they take a serpentine course their arms flash in the sun hark to the musical clank behold the silvery river in it the splashing horses loitering stop to drink behold the brown-faced men each group each person a picture the negligent rest on the saddles 
some emerge on the opposite bank others are just entering the ford while scarlet and blue and snowy white the guidon flags flutter gaily in the wind bivouac on a mountainside i see before me now a travelling army halting below a fertile valley spread with barns in the orchards of summer behind the terrace sides of a mountain abrupt in places rising high broken with rocks with clinging cedars with tall shapes dingily seen the numerous campfires scattered near and far some away up on the mountain the shadowy forms of men and horses looming large-sized flickering and over all the sky the sky far far out of reach studded breaking out the eternal stars an army corps on the march with its cloud of skirmishers in advance with now the sound of a single shot snapping like a whip and now an irregular volley the swarming ranks press on and on the dense brigades press on glittering dimly toiling under the sun the dust-covered men in columns rise and fall to the undulations of the ground with artillery interspersed the wheels rumble the horses sweat as the army corps advances by the bivouac's fitful flame by the bivouac's fitful flame a procession winding around me solemn and sweet and slow but first i note the tents of the sleeping army the fields and woods dim outline the darkness lit by spots of kindled fire the silence like a phantom far or near an occasional figure moving the shrubs and trees as i lift my eyes they seem to be stealthily watching me while wind in procession thoughts o oh, tender and wondrous thoughts of life and death of home and the past and love and of those that are far away a solemn and slow procession there as i sit on the ground by the bivouac's fitful flame come up from the fields father come up from the fields father here's a letter from our pete and come to the front door mother here's a letter from thy dear son lo tis autumn lo where the trees deeper green yellower and redder cool and sweeten ohio's villages with leaves fluttering in the moderate wind where apples ripen the orchards hang and grapes on the trellised vines smell you the smell of the grapes on the vines smell you the buckwheat where the bees were lately buzzing above all lo the sky so calm so transparent after the rain and with wondrous clouds below too all calm all vital and beautiful and the farm prospers well down in the fields all prospers well but now from the fields come father come at the daughter's call and come to the entry mother to the front door come right away fast as she can she hurries something ominous her steps trembling she does not tarry to smooth her hair nor adjust her cap open the envelope quickly oh this is not our son's writing yet his name is signed oh a strange hand writes for our dear son o oh, stricken mother's soul all swims before her eyes flashes with black she catches the main words only sentences broken gunshot wound in the breast cavalry skirmish taken to hospital at present low but will soon be better ah now the single figure to me amid all teeming and wealthy ohio with all its cities and farms sickly white in the face and dull in the head very faint by the jamb of a door leans grieve not so dear mother the just-grown daughter speaks through her sobs the little sisters huddle around speechless and dismayed see dearest mother the letter says pete will soon be better 
alas poor boy he will never be better nor may be needs to be better that brave and simple soul while they stand at home at the door he is dead already the only son is dead but the mother needs to be better she with thin form presently dressed in black by day her meals untouched then at night fitfully sleeping often waking in the midnight waking weeping longing with one deep longing oh that she might withdraw unnoticed silent from life escape and withdraw to follow to seek to be with her dear dead son vigil strange i kept on the field one night vigil strange i kept on the field one night when you my son and my comrade dropped at my side that day one look i but gave which your dear eyes returned with a look i shall never forget one touch of your hand to mine o oh boy reached up as you lay on the ground then onward i sped in the battle the even contested battle till late in the night relieved to the place at last again i made my way found you in death so cold dear comrade found your body son of responding kisses never again on earth responding bared your face in the starlight curious the scene cool blue the moderate night wind long there and then in vigil i stood dimly around me the battlefield spreading vigil wondrous and vigil sweet there in the fragrant silent night but not a tear fell not even a long-drawn sigh long long i gazed then on the earth partially reclining sat by your side leaning my chin in my hands passing sweet hours immortal and mystic hours with you dearest comrade not a tear not a word vigil of silence love and death vigil for you my son and my soldier as onward silently stars aloft eastward new ones upward stole vigil final for you brave boy i could not save you swift was your death i faithfully loved you and cared for you living i think we shall surely meet again till at latest lingering of the night indeed just as the dawn appeared my comrade i wrapped in his blanket enveloped well his form folded the blanket well tucking it carefully overhead and carefully under feet and there and then and bathed by the rising sun my son in his grave in his rude dug grave i deposited ending my vigil strange with that vigil of night and battlefield dim vigil for boy of responding kisses never again on earth responding vigil for comrades swiftly slain vigil i never forget how as day brightened i rose from the chill ground and folded my soldier well in his blanket and buried him where he fell a march in the ranks hard pressed and the road unknown a march in the ranks hard pressed and the road unknown a route through a heavy wood with muffled steps in the darkness our army foiled with loss severe and the sullen remnant retreating till after midnight glimmer upon us the lights of a dim-lighted building we come to an open space in the woods and halt by the dim-lighted building to the large old church at the crossing roads now an impromptu hospital entering but for a minute i see a sight beyond all the pictures and poems ever made shadows of deepest deepest black just lit by moving candles and lamps and by one great pitchy torch stationary with wild red flame and clouds of smoke by these crowds groups of forms vaguely i see on the floor some in the pews laid down at my feet more distinctly a soldier a mere lad in danger of bleeding to death he is shot in the abdomen i staunch the blood temporarily the youngster's face is white as a lily 
then before i depart i sweep my eyes o'er the scene fain to absorb it all faces varieties postures beyond description most in obscurity some of them dead surgeons operating attendants holding lights the smell of ether the odour of blood the crowd oh the crowd of the bloody forms the yard outside also filled some on the bare ground some on planks or stretchers some in the death spasm sweating an occasional scream or cry the doctors shouted orders or calls the glisten of the little steel instruments catching the glint of the torches these i resume as i chant i see again the forms i smell the odour then hear outside the orders given fall in my men fall in but first i bend to the dying lad his eyes open a half smile gives he me then the eyes close calmly close and i speed forth to the darkness resuming marching ever in darkness marching on in the ranks the unknown road still marching a sight in camp in the daybreak gray and dim a sight in camp in the daybreak gray and dim as from my tent i emerge so early sleepless as slow i walk in the cool fresh air the path near by the hospital tent three forms i see on stretchers lying brought out there untended lying over each the blanket spread ample brownish woolen blanket gray and heavy blanket folding covering all curious i halt and silent stand then with light fingers i from the face of the nearest the first just lift the blanket who are you elderly man so gaunt and grim with well-grayed hair and flesh all sunken about the eyes who are you my dear comrade then to the second i step and who are you my child and darling who are you sweet boy with cheeks yet blooming then to the third a face nor child nor old very calm as a beautiful yellow-white ivory young man i think i know you i think this face is the face of the christ himself dead and divine and brother of all and here again he lies as toilsome i wandered virginia's woods as toilsome i wandered virginia's woods to the music of rustling leaves kicked by my feet for twas autumn i marked at the foot of a tree the grave of a soldier mortally wounded he and buried on the retreat easily all could i understand the halt of a midday hour went up no time to lose yet this sign left on a tablet scrolled and nailed on the tree by the grave bold cautious true and my loving comrade long long i muse then on my way go wandering many a changeful season to follow and many a scene of life yet at times through changeful season and scene abrupt alone or in the crowded street comes before me the unknown soldier's grave comes the inscription rude in virginia's woods bold cautious true and my loving comrade not the pilot not the pilot has charged himself to bring his ship into port though beaten back and many times baffled not the pathfinder penetrating inland weary and long by deserts parched snows chilled rivers wet perseveres till he reaches his destination more than i have charged myself heeded or unheeded to compose a march for these states for a battle-call rousing to arms if need be years centuries hence year that trembled and reeled beneath me year that trembled and reeled beneath me your summer wind was warm enough yet the air i breathed froze me a 
a thick gloom fell through the sunshine and darkened me must i change my triumphant song said i to myself must i indeed learn to chant the cold dirges of the baffled and sullen hymns of defeat the wound dresser part one an old man bending i come among new faces years looking backward resuming an answer to children come tell us old man as from young men and maidens that love me aroused and angry i'd thought to beat the alarum and urge relentless war but soon my fingers failed me my face drooped and i resigned myself to sit by the wounded and soothe them or silently watch the dead years hence of these scenes of these furious passions these chances of unsurpassed heroes was one side so brave the other was equally brave now be witness again paint the mightiest armies of earth of those armies so rapid so wondrous what saw you to tell us what stays with you latest and deepest of curious panics of hard-fought engagements or sieges tremendous what deepest remains part two o maidens and young men i love and that love me what you ask of my days those the strangest and sudden your talking recalls soldier alert i arrive after a long march covered with sweat and dust in the nick of time i come plunge in the fight loudly shout in the rush of successful charge enter the captured work yet lo like a swift running river they fade pass and are gone they fade i dwell not on soldiers perils or soldiers joys both i remember well many the hardships few the joys yet i was content but in silence and dreams projections while the world of gain and appearance and mirth goes on so soon what is over forgotten and waves wash the imprints off the sand with hinged knees returning i enter the doors while for you up there whoever you are follow without noise and be of strong heart bearing the bandages water and sponge straight and swift to my wounded i go where they lie on the ground after the battle brought in where their priceless blood reddens the grass the ground or to the rows of the hospital tent or under the roofed hospital to the long rows of cots up and down each side i return to each and all one after another i draw near not one do i miss an attendant follows holding a tray he carries a refuse pail soon to be filled with clotted rags and blood emptied and filled again i onward go i stop with hinged knees and steady hand to dress wounds i am firm with each the pangs are sharp yet unavoidable one turns to me his appealing eyes poor boy i never knew you yet i think i could not refuse this moment to die for you if that would save you part three on on i go open doors of time open hospital doors the crushed head i dress poor crazed hand tear not the bandage away the neck of the cavalryman with the bullet through and through i examine hard the breathing rattles quite glazed already the eye yet life struggles hard come sweet death be persuaded o beautiful death in mercy come quickly from the stump of the arm the amputated hand i undo the clotted lint remove the slough wash off the matter and blood back on his pillow the soldier bends with curved neck and side falling head his eyes are closed his face is pale he dares not look on the bloody stump and has not yet looked on it i dress a wound in the side deep deep but a day or two more for see the frame all wasted and sinking and the yellow-blue countenance see 
I dress the perforated shoulder, the foot with a bullet wound, cleanse the one with the gnawing and putrid gangrene so sickening, so offensive, while the attendant stands behind aside me, holding the tray and pail. I am faithful, I do not give out, the fractured thigh, the knee, the wound in the abdomen, these and more I dress with impassive hand, yet deep in my breast a fire, a burning flame. Part 4 Thus in silence, in dreams' projections, returning, resuming, I thread my way through the hospitals. The hurt and wounded I pacify with soothing hand. I sit by the restless all the dark night, some are so young, some suffer so much, I recall the experience sweet and sad. Many a soldier's loving arms about this neck have crossed and rested. Many a soldier's kiss dwells on these bearded lips. End of Poems, Section 2 Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine